So today we're going to take a look at a report from Headset, kind of showing some sales across North America, diving into uh, everything that is total sales. We'll take a look at year-over-year -year sales growth, what average purchase price is per person, how many transactions are occurring, and what the brand concentration is for the top 10 uh, uh, companies in each market, and what all of that looks like coming up. <clears throat> Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. So total sales for the West Coast, uh, starting with the West Coast, California, $429.7 million. Obviously, the uh, the leader on that. Curious to see what New York can do uh, with California being you know, fifth largest GDP in the world and uh, very, very... Uh, ingrained cannabis culture. I'm not quite sure New York is going to be able to pull that off at the tune of almost half a billion dollars per month in sales. What I would expect for the average, like I've been mentioning, Washington and Oregon, they're uh, very, very old markets, very mature. And so I would expect the average, you know, um, state to kind of see what Washington and Oregon have been able to do. Washington at 130 million, Oregon at 112 million. Uh, and we'll get into um, how much those individuals are spending on average, because I think that's going to be kind of the norm. Um, Saskatchewan is another kind of outlier. Saskatchewan at 12.8 million. That's what I would expect a rural area to do. Um, unlike some of the new markets. So Michigan at 155 million, Pennsylvania, 94 million, Massachusetts, 108 million, Illinois, 150 million. These are uh, new markets that I would expect to have that high of numbers. On the flip side, British Columbia is still really, really slow and sluggish at 44 million, Alberta, 64 million. Um, this might have to do with high prices or um, just not maybe uh, producers not providing price points and or SKUs that people want. I know that it's pretty particular up there, um, but these numbers are really low compared to what I would expect um, a place like British Columbia, even though they were slow with, with store rollouts and everything else. At this point, I would expect those numbers to be a lot higher than they have. Nevada bouncing off some of their um, their lows. They're almost 50% higher than they were at the, uh, the end of last year. So 80.1 million is not a bad recovery. I think a lot of people are, are traveling to Las Vegas and you're seeing a lot of those tourist dollars going to work in the form of cannabis. So, uh, you know, focusing on, on the East Coast a little bit more, um, you know, like we mentioned, some of the, the dollar amounts that we're seeing in emerging markets relative to, um, you know, the existing marketplace from Colorado and Oregon and Washington, all these other states that have been around for a while in the West, the emerging markets you are seeing still a lot higher um, we, we haven't seen the cap or the slow year over year sales growth uh, on the East side that we have on, on the West West Coast. So we'll get into that in just a second, but just kind of showing though that steady, slow uh, climb, you know, that we have at, at Michigan and Massachusetts and Illinois. Um, you can kind of see all of those stair stepping up toward towards sales where, you know, for whatever reason, Canada is kind of just this flat pattern. Saskatchewan is even decreasing, <laughs> which is abnormal. So um, again, it's 
maybe there is a legacy market up there where people just have an abundance and they're just not willing to pay those prices. So I get that, you know, uh, I'm, I'm paying $500 a pound and it makes it really hard to go into a store and pay, you know, $200 an ounce. Um, it just doesn't work for my habit. <laughs> so actually there's a lot of Canadians who, who are heavy smokers and they're just not going to, to pay, you know, a couple hundred dollars for an ounce when they're paying a couple hundred dollars for, for a pound. Some of that year over year sales growth I was alluding to California, to my surprise, 9%. So June maybe just isn't, is in huge sales. Um, you know, maybe people are waiting until the 4th of July. I don't really know. Even Colorado at 4% is really, really low. So, um, has something to do with with this month in particular because it's a lot lower to their normal sales month over month or you know the 12 month trailing average right so last month they were 25 percent year over year sales growth and now they're only nine in california so something to do with kind of this slump um where maybe people are going towards alcohol i don't know for the fourth of july i'm not really sure um but i find it interesting though that folks uh or that we're kind of seeing uh, at least some kind of cap on growth for this month. Washington, 0.8%, 0.8%. It's less than 1% year-over-year sales growth. Um, you know, Nevada had 60%, but the last year they were they were terrible. So um, they didn't really have a whole lot of sales. Um, Oregon, we're seeing 8%. Um, pretty low, whereas 62% for British Columbia is still um, a lot of growth left for them because they've been slow to roll out. Illinois, it's more on par with what I would expect, 120%. Michigan, 83%. Ontario, 326 I'm not really sure where that came out of. Um, maybe June of last year was really, really abnormally low uh, sales figures, um, Saskatchewan, 20%. That's for an emerging market. That's still small, but they're a teeny little area in Saskatchewan, which is why I would put that. Like if you're in some smaller town in the middle of, uh, uh the, the Americas, <laughs> whether that's U S or Canada, I think Saskatchewan is representing that town, um, small little town sales at a measly 12.8 million and 20% of sales growth. Um, whereas Pennsylvania, you know, 53% sales growth, that's expected. Massachusetts, 701% came out of nowhere. Um, you know, they've been around 60 to 80% sales growth. So 700%. Um, I'm guessing, is this, is this when they weren't deemed essential business and they shut down? In, in June of last year or May of last year? Is that why it's 700% because they didn't have any sales? <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. Let's jump over to the average basket size. So this is the average amount that people are spending um, in California, 67% because the delivery uh, minimum is 65. So that's what I would expect. Colorado uh, has been hovering around 60 bucks. So it's $61 and change. Um, as is Nevada at 58. So Washington and Oregon, incredibly convenient for us to go out and buy. And so 35 and $42 for Washington and Oregon, uh, 42 for British Columbia. That's on par with what I would expect uh, for these, these existing marketplaces. Um, you're seeing Alberta at $42 and, and Saskatchewan 43. Um, but places like Illinois, 
uh, at Pennsylvania still not wanting to drive long distances across state lines and wait in long lines. So Illinois is paying 105 on average uh, per trip or, you know, every time they go into the store, $137 on average in Pennsylvania compared to Michigan and Ontario at 76 and $51 respectively. You know, the number of transactions we're seeing in California is still pretty ridiculous. Six and a half million transactions in a month uh, is is twice that what we're seeing in Washington and Oregon. Basically, they're they're matching what everyone is doing in Washington and Oregon combined. So 3.6 million in Washington, 2.6 million in, in Oregon is a lot. Um, not so much for Nevada. They're, they're barely doing a million uh, transactions last month. 1.3 million, Colorado at two and a half, uh, which isn't a whole lot, I don't think. A lot more than what they're doing up north in Alberta, one and a half, um, and Ontario, 1.6. Only 200,000 transactions in Saskatchewan, not a lot. Um, but Pennsylvania, not a whole lot there either, only 600,000 relative to Michigan and Ontario at 2 million and 1.6 there. Illinois, 1.4. That's what I would expect. They're kind of on pace. They've always been at least a million transactions uh, every month so far this year. So brand concentration is interesting. It's going to tell us the top 10 brands uh, and how much they control the market. So in California, we can see that the top 10 brands own uh, 27% of, of the market. They dominate 27% of the market. So Looking at Washington and Oregon, 24% for both of them, but 40 in Nevada. And this could be a, a simple pay-to-play system. When you walk into uh, a Nevada store, they have in caps that they generally charge a lot of these stores as much as $50,000 a month just to keep it right there when you walk in. So all of these tours who have no idea, that's the first pre-roll or first edible they see. Um, and that's brand recognition that's in your face. And so maybe that's why they're at 40% uh, of the top 10 brands own or dominate the market. Um, relative to you know some of the other um, percentages that we see, 38% in BC, for example, 35% uh, in Colorado. So it's um, it should be lower than that in theory. A little bit harder to gauge that on uh, the emerging markets on the East Coast. So don't have data for Illinois or Massachusetts, nothing for Michigan or Ontario or Saskatchewan, but Pennsylvania at 84%, it's probably due to just not having competitors out there. I can't imagine that for any other reason that the, the ten, top 10 competitors own 84% of the marketplace is crazy. So there just needs to be more players involved with that. Uh, whereas Alberta is kind of on pace between Colorado and Nevada with 37% um, being dominated by just the top 10 brands there in Alberta. So maybe that will come down with more stores or maybe that'll get worse with consolidation. Uh, hopefully uh, not the latter and more of the former, but you're gonna have to come back to the talking hedge and find out. So with that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is the talking hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe or don't. And I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got.